Welcome to the Wolfpack Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Christensen, Alpha of the Nutrient Survival Wolfpack. We're here to talk life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness with other freedom-loving alphas of the pack. Live from the NS Bunker, it's the Wolfpack Podcast. We kick things off with a husband and wife duo behind the unafraid mindset. I'm talking about Eddie and Amanda Penny. Eddie's a former SEAL Team 6 Tier 1 operator with Development Group, now CEO of Contingent Group and creator of Unafraid. He's here with the love of his life, Amanda. She's the little wolf of the penny pack back home, but today she's helping us as the face of our Prep Like a Mother movement. Let's get howling. You're hired. Amanda, thanks for joining us. Are you excited to be here? I am. Thank you guys for having me. Awesome. Well, it was nice having dinner with you last night. You and the, the big guy. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to go back there again. What do you think about the lake? Gorgeous. Yeah. Like beautiful. I mean, just like everything was beautiful. We could move here. The, we won't, but you, we could. You could. You absolutely could. Can I work remote from Tahoe? You mm. Stop asking. I'm just trying to get it on camera. Just stop asking. Proof. It was okay. a nice little setup. You could just bring your, your laptop oh and just gosh. kind of yeah. the lake all day. and be like, yeah. hey, I'm busy. I'm looking at the lake. Talk about a positive mindset. Hello. It works. It works. So, hey, um, but it's great <laughs> to have you. We're, you know, fired up. You are our, our very, very first interviewee. Cool. So welcome. Welcome. And That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. What a great opportunity um, to, you know, start to chat to, you know, with, with folks that, um, do something beyond what we do here. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. So anyway, what we'd love to do is just get to know you a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what brought you here to this point in time? Okay. Um, well, I grew up in Arlington, Texas, which is kind of around the Dallas area. Everybody Yeehaw. says, yeah. <laughs> Everybody says Dallas. It's not really Dallas. It's like, you know, 30 minutes from Dallas, but Arlington, Texas, I'm an only child. Um, yep. So, that's a fun fact. That's, yeah. That changes perspective. Like, I'm, you know. Only child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, which had its advantages and disadvantages, I think. But um, but I think I turned out okay, right? <laughs> 100%. You did all right. right. So, um, went to college in Texas. I stayed home. I went to UTA and um, got my degree in criminal justice, um, which was super cool. Um, but then I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter, Emma. And um, I had to kind of finish my degree after that. But we got married. Uh, my ex-husband, we got married and um, kind of started our little family. Uh, we moved to Mansfield, Texas, which is about 20 minutes from Arlington. And um, kind of settled down there. And um, then I ended up having my son, Brayden. Um, and then we kind of just went through a ca- crazy time in my life. And um, we got divorced. And, um, and a couple of years later, I kind of found myself, you know, being the, the single mom. Um, and then I met my awesome husband who I have today. So it's a little bit about wow. myself. Yeah. So how old were you when you had your first child? I was 24. Okay. When I had Emma. Yeah. So, so I mean, during I was, that time. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. And I was like, had no clue what I was doing, obviously. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'm going to finish up my degree. I'm going to get my job. Like I didn't know what I was going to do, but something like with forensics or something cool, you know? And then it's like, oh, you're pregnant. Oh, like, congratulations. Yeah, okay. exactly. Well, and I wasn't like super upset, but I was, it's like the shock, like, okay, wait, like you had like all these plans that you're prepared <laughs> for, you think. And then God's like, no, just kidding. And so that's, I also of, had my daughter at 24. So I can, did you? I can relate. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I definitely, 
It definitely was like, I was ready, but it was like a, oh, we're going to shift now. Something's shifting. It's a big shift. Mm -hmm. It's a big shift. So I actually ended up never doing anything with my degree at all. I was a stay-at-home mom for eight years. I was going to ask you, so you've never been on like a crime scene? No. You've never done the CSI, you know, forensics or Quincy, none of that? Nope. I would have loved to. Actually- Well, there's still the rest of your life. You can still, you know- I know, you know, I actually went through, so there's a 60 page application for the Grand Prairie Police Department. And I actually went through that. I was on page 50 and I had this like epiphany. I was like, okay, wait, I would have to work midnights that whole first year. I mean, I'd be like a rookie, you know, and I've got two kids at home. Well, actually now that we have this blended family, I have three kids at home and I just didn't want to miss that, you know? So I kind of had a reality check there too. So I was like, and obviously Eddie was completely supportive of me, but I was like, you know what? I don't think this is my, my path. So, so you were busy raising kids from like all through your twenties, like little literally, kids. yes, little kids. Yeah. So after you got divorced, mm-hmm. what were you working to maintain income for the family? Or so I had um, a little part time gig that um, one of my girlfriend's brothers owns a company. There's like eight people in the company. It's real close knit, um, and she's like, hey, because I mean, I was in a rush. Like I was like, oh gosh, like what am I going to do? Um, I got to find something. So that was actually like a God thing too, I think. Cause it just came out of nowhere. I actually ran, ran into her in target of all places. And I'm like, so like, actually she's the one who asked me, are you working now? And I'm like, no, but do you know of anywhere? And she's like, come on with me and my brother. And I was like, what? Like it couldn't have been. And so what timing. was that doing? So it's credit card sales, credit okay. card processing sales. So, um, seems pretty boring, right? No, um, I, no, I, <laughs> it's like, what is that? But everybody uses credit cards. No, you know, I, so. yeah, until we get stamped with our own RFID and all we do now is like do, do a retinal scan or pass your oh, hand that. under a magnet or something. Give blood. My, wave my give, armpit chip. There you give, go. Give right. blood. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, I don't want to go into it right now, but. Yeah. Why, why not? Huh? He'll eventually go into it. So it's just yeah. a matter of time. Right. Well, right. that's really, really interesting because yeah. it's really, really not only when you get divorced, you have the emotional aspect of that burden but then you have the financial burden right you know there's all these emotional burdens so like if you know I don't know what the financial situation was whether you had some alimony or child support or whatever but it's still that like you still need more money usually for sure right you still need more but there's always something yeah um and a part-time gig really wasn't you know and actually I still do that oh really to this day yeah just because it's it's I mean it's different and it's just it gives me something to kind of do you know besides the mom you know it seems like you've got a lot of things swirling though right now there's a lot i feel like the credit card thing might drop off first eventually you were supposed to say that (laughs) you're supposed to say that i think it will too and i really hope it does yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and so so move us forward so you go through how long were you married i mean do you mind me asking you these questions like no not at all i'm open book yeah ask me whatever um i was married for eight years okay i believe Yeah. And so you had your two children and then during that time you were trans transitioning. So bring where Eddie starts to come in. I I believe you guys met somewhere in a gym or working out. Of course. Yeah. We met at Lifetime Fitness in Mansfield, you know, and, um, so that was about, so we actually met while I was going through my divorce. Um, I just, Obviously, I noticed him and he noticed me and we were like, stay away from each other because I wanted to get through my stuff, obviously. And and actually, I was looking for a job with my part-time job because I wanted extra money because like you said, 
that wasn't going to support me. And um, I had kind of done my own little research on Eddie. My own little oh, really? Little so, you, so you know he was uh, an, an operator, a former operator. I didn't know like everything, yeah. everything. Like when I first saw him, I was like, who is this? Like he's yeah. so stupid. He thinks he's the... You know, he's doing the the, the guy thing in the gym. Yeah, he spot me. Right. Let's just go back with that. Like, so you're just like, hey, that guy's hot. I'm gonna get a couple extra reps in because he's like a little bit eye candy. Yeah. Like Like, right whenever he walks by, I'm gonna like rep it out. It's almost energetic. Yeah. Because I, you know, energy breeds energy. I don't care who you are. I don't have to talk to you. I don't care if you are, you know, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But there's (laughs) something about your presence that is inspiring. You know what that is? It's called. Being a man and being a woman. Man, everybody's doing perfectly formed squats. Even the younger girl. Like, I'm like, man, everybody has been trained with precision. Right. So that's inspiring. Okay. Is that even the younger generation or the 20-year-olds are doing... So when you're watching somebody in the gym working out, you're like, man, that form is just awesome. And you notice when the form <laughs> really? is not awesome. Absolutely. Actually, that's true. That's true. Uh, Absolutely. That's not what like I remember sh- about the gym. Okay? Let me just... Right. Let me just say it. I'll just say this. I think that we both mutually thought our form was great. Is it true? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. So like my... Hit the bounce, shake a bounce, bounce. My, I don't know where that is. <laughs> I don't think we have that one. We don't one have yet. that one. My favorite okay. machine, like cardio-wise, is the, stair, the Stairmaster. Mm-hmm. Like I could do that thing for like two hours. Probably not really, but yeah. And, and he would have to walk by to go over to do whatever he was pretending to do so he could walk by. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he always had like the flat That's bill exactly hat on. what I'm talking about. Yeah, We're getting field. ahead of ourselves. Go ahead. I'm, I'm on the stairs. Okay. And like, he's got the flat bill. He's walking by me and I would like see the little, like, like here's the hat, right? Like the, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I saw it. I'm like, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah. Like you're not. Yeah. So at some point, like you, you do ask somebody. So this would be my recon. I'd be like, who's that guy? Like I wouldn't ask one hundred percent. Like the front desk people, and then I would go and I would do a little bit of a dive, and then. Do you want to know what I did? Absolutely. Okay. So I was really good. This friend. gets views, Eric's. Don't worry. I was really good friends with the girl who worked in like the little customer service area, whatever you call it, and um, member services. And I'm like, and by the way, this is like highly like not okay for me to ask this of her. But I was like, hey, um, that because he had just walked by while I was in her office. He like walks by and I'm like, so like, who is that? And she's like, I can look it up. Because like the names, whenever you walk <laughs> oh, really? in, you they swipe in, in. Yeah, they swipe in. Okay. And it. you yeah. can see it stays for like 10 minutes and then they re whatever. And so she pulls up his name and I'm like, Okay, cool. And, and then she's like, but there's someone else on his membership. And I was like, man, okay, bye. So, um, <laughs> so then that was, that was like, eh. um, but then I started doing my own, like, you know, research on him. Cause I had his full name and everything. And I was like, yeah. And I went, I went in. So when was like, Hey, what's your name? Like, yeah. Cause you approached him, right? Yeah. Gosh, we were like by job, a machine. I was like, Hey, can I work in with you? Or you saw that I re-racked his weights and you were like, man, that's hot. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. Yo, I think I might've like asked him just like, well, I don't remember. How you doing? Man, is that bad? I don't remember. No. So somebody like you eventually figured out each other's names to be, Hey, um, yeah. Amanda. And it was like, so then for like a couple months, you're just waving at each other, like, yeah. like acknowledging each other at the yeah, gym. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then he was like, Hey, I have, it got to the point where I was like, Hey, um, I need kind of like a side gig. I didn't really need a side gig. Um, I just wanted to like go up to him. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you're going to have to give me a resume. 
<laughs> Wait, so how, why were you like, did you know that he had a company or? Yes. So that, yeah. So I'm like, okay, now but I know you, what he's oh, doing. That's, that's a good angle. You just magically knew that and he wasn't creeped out like you stalking me? Or? Well, she researched that he was yeah. the CEO of Contingent Group, a I security company and criminal yeah. justice. And so she's like, that was hey, my angle. Yeah. That was like, my hey, angle. I see so you have a company and were you like, hey, I'm getting divorced. I need a job. Or were Basically. You just like, oh, and he fell for Flat it. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he asked for a resume and I'm like, okay, I've been a stay at home mom. I didn't even have to do a resume for the, the part-time job I have. They just took me on and I'm like, how do I do a resume? Oh my God. That's fantastic. So did you pull one together in like nope. 12 hours or? Nope. Mm -mm, sure didn't. He kept asking me for it and kept asking me and kept asking me. It never happened. So how long was the, like a couple <laughs> weeks? Like, I don't know. I can't even, I, it had to have been like months. So what, what was the job for? Just hire me? Yeah, just to do like certain things for him, like just like um, I don't know, like paperwork stuff, and just okay. you know, okay, credit card being his <laughs> credit assistant, card. just being his assistant. Well, he was okay. uh, probably looking for a role for you. Like, yeah. hey, Smart. let's let's figure this out. Yeah. Let's figure this out. I don't care, but I I don't want to show a favoritism. So give me a resume because otherwise, everyone at the office is going to be crap. That hey, I'm hiring you because you're, you're hot. Am <laughs> Amanda. Amanda, okay? right? Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Uh huh. So let me let me ask you. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I think is interesting is there's a lot of things that are interesting, but one thing in particular is that your dad was a special forces mm -hmm. uh, soldier. Yep. So how did that relate to you know the modern day special forces warrior that Ed, Eddie is? You know, every time you talk to Eddie, does it remind you of your dad? Or mm. I mean, how does that work? Mm -hmm. This subject. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'll just start by saying that I feel like I married my dad. If that doesn't sound too weird. I think that's that what people say. Like, you know, you marry your mom. But yeah. my wife is not my mom. I right. mean, like as far from it. But in your case, maybe you did. I don't know. There's so many similarities. I mean, even yeah. like certain things that they say, like their little like catchphrases and just like, you know, just dumb things. I'm like, my dad totally used to say stuff like that. So can I step back to yeah. like on the light, just surfacing, just profiling or catching yourself on what you what you find attractive? Was your first husband in any way in the military or authoritative in, in his job? Nope. What was his profession? He was actually a sales manager at Lifetime. Okay. So, so not anything to do in the military. Mm -hmm. Interesting. No. He actually wanted to go into the military, but he busted his knee up and then couldn't. So, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, but no. you find that Eddie is a lot. Like, oh my gosh. Very, yes. very similar to your father. Yeah. I would say the only thing my dad loved to hunt. So the only thing that was ever in common with my ex-husband was hunting. But I mean, now you, you know, with, with Eddie, it's like, they're almost like the same person. I mean, down to, um, I was going to say like, you know, the, the passion piece, like how passionate they both are. Um, mostly like with their, about their country. I yeah, mean, like yeah. their values and beliefs and yeah. things like that. Um, they're like right on point, like same level. Um, my dad would like always go off on tangents about like the constitution and like all these things. And I'm like, dad, shut up. Like we've heard it already. And then like Eddie goes off on his tangents. I'm like, here we go. Again. Those aren't like, tangents. Those are totally know, relevant. It, they're great. Yeah. And they're great. But yeah. it's so funny because it's just, it's so similar. Like yeah. it's just so similar. So when you, when you met Eddie, and you said, this has got to be the guy, right? What was like the one thing that you most admired that you were looking for? 
Um, well, I don't know. Okay. Before we go to admiration, I think like just, he, he's my best friend. Like I've never had like a best friend before and Mm -hmm. of the opposite sex. Like it was just kind of very, um, organic the Mm -hmm. way that we were. And honestly, I mean, he, he would probably say that I get annoyed by him all the time, but it's his passion. Like you don't find a whole lot of people that are passionate about things yeah, anymore. Yeah. And especially like major things that we kind of need to be focused on. Um, and I think that's one thing that quote unquote annoyed me about my dad, but I loved so much because it was such an, I don't know. He's just, there's not many people out there like them, yeah, you know, yeah. anymore. Cool. So, well, we're going to get Eddie in here in, in just a second, but yeah. before we do that, um, you are our, Face of our that was my uh, bear sound. celebration. Oh, what? That was my bear sound. That was your bear sound? You don't uh, have one of those buttons. I don't have that. No. No. We're new at this, remember? Um, but so we were excited to ask you to help us uh, tell a lot of people about a movement that we're trying to start. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's what we're calling Prep Like a Mother. Yep. And so you, 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 know, you, you do prep. You think yep. about prepping. But I think the place for me to start is you know, what does that mean to you? Because you're not a hardcore prepper with a bunker. I don't think so. But no. <laughs> what does prepping mean to you as CEO of the Penny household? Honestly, it just means having kind of everything ready to go no matter what. And that doesn't necessarily mean like worldly stuff. It could mean like the baseball game that we have or like the tournament that's coming up. Sorry, guys. Um, or, you know, the volleyball tournament that we have coming up. Um, just those those little steps to take. Um, or maybe it's not a step to take, just something that you can do to take out those steps that take too much time. Like, you know, tossing a bar like to my kids that I know is better for them than McDonald's, which McDonald's is really good, but you just stay when they win, when they win. Yeah. You guys have (laughs) Mickey D's whenever we win the game. All right. Um, but just, just to stay prepared, you know, in the house, I mean, food wise, the nutrients, first of all, is to me like the biggest deal. I actually side note, um, in school, I actually wanted to be a nutritionist for about a month. I went from like business management to psychology, to nutrition, to criminal justice. So I know about the nutrition piece and how important that is for their brain development and all kinds of things like that. So, um, just kind of staying prepared in that aspect. Um, yeah, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So yeah, I was going to ask you about the nutrition uh, aspect. It's interesting. So you went through this kind of flirtation with some different <laughs> subject areas and nutrition was one of them. You're like, mm-hmm. that's interesting for about a month. Mm-hmm. And then like, Hey, I'm more interested in criminal, criminal justice. And yes. let me go pursue that. But you know, so it is kind of crazy. I mean, we've got a massive obesity problem, you know, in oh, the yeah. U S and you know, the USDA, the government says, Hey, you know, this is what you need to eat. And mm-hmm. obviously it's not right because we have a lot of people walking around that are overweight and mm-hmm. um, kids included, right? Every, yeah. every time you look at a stat, it's like getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, but why is that so like central to you as, you know, as a mom? I think, um, I mean, we want to set our kids up for success, right? I mean, we don't want to, um, and I'm not going to lie. There's, there's days where we do go to McDonald's. There's days where it, you know, I don't prepare. I mean, that's just the reality of it. But um, I think that for Eddie and I to be the example, you know, for our kids to see, okay, like mom and dad stay healthy. They do these things, you know, they exercise, they take in the proper nutrients, 
you know, they want to be like that. Like we want them to mirror us. And so I think setting them up, um, in that way for success is extremely important. You mentioned like the obesity. Um, I have a friend who has a daughter who is, how old is she? She's 10 and she just got diagnosed with type two diabetes. And I mean, like she has like rolls in her neck and stuff and I'm not, I'm not making fun of her by any means, but, um, that's just kind of like you said, where everything is going. I mean, it's just like the, the young child who has, you know, the obesity problem, are the parents knowledgeable in nutrition? Like, do they know the difference? Cause sometimes they, you don't know. So I don't think that they do know they're, they're both kind of a little overweight themselves. And so they, yeah, I mean, I guess she Mm -hmm. comes by it honestly. I feel, but I feel bad because she doesn't know, Mm -hmm. you know, and that could ruin the rest of her life. So for our kids, it's like, okay, proper nutrients, stay active. I don't care what sport you play, do something, go outside, you know, be healthy. That's right. You know? Yep. Yeah. I mean, we started this, this, this idea, this company, nutrient survival as a prepper uh, company, right? Mm -hmm. We put things in number 10 cans so people can store it away. And when, things are in a bad situation, you need nutrients to get through because yep. if you eat other food, you know, honestly, you'll be malnourished. You won't, right. you won't get what you need. But what we really see as, as exciting for us as a, as a company is to make, you know, make our food more accessible for every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. How is your pers- your perspective around prepping changed now that call it pre married to a Navy seal post? Like, I mean, Eddie's probably got 16 guns strapped to his body at any <laughs> point in time, right? And knives and daggers right, and yeah. can kill you with a straw. Yeah. But that has to have impacted how you think about security and preparation. And You know, a little bit, but going back to how I grew up, I grew up with a prepper. I grew up with a dad who had tons of guns. I mean, millions of cans of ammo. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Like millions of cans of ammo. Anytime you'd go to the store, you'd buy ammo. And I'm not, I'm serious. And um, that's probably was, worth something right I, now. I don't know if that's a prepper thing, but that's cool. He it's likes to shoot. Just, I mean, everything. I mean, yeah. he would just, it was crazy. But um, also he kind of did security world too. Just okay. I thought I might throw that in there just because yeah. my husband and my daughter twins. But um, <laughs> so I kind of grew up with that, like just being prepared, um, right. you know, uh, in all aspects. Yeah. So yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Do you remember having cans of spam downstairs in the basement or anything no, like that? No, see, we didn't have that. Okay. Um, but so we've come if, a long way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. That's cool. Cool. Good. Well, um, are there any other things in your on your mind that you want to talk about related to a message to other you know mama bears out there? Because we all we all say you know you never mess with a mama bear because those those cubs man you mess with a mama bear you're toast. <laughs> No, I mean, I just want to give props to the moms out there because I think we have the hardest job out there. Sorry, but I think that we do. And we also have the most important. So um, just, you know, um, keep your kids like on the right path, like the path to success, which means right foods, um, right things going into your brain, um, you know, mindset, all that kind of good stuff. I'm just thinking about like, you know, the unsung things of... preparedness like uh, last night at dinner I asked Amanda like where are the kids like it takes a village oh a hundred percent like you got to get this and then this one yeah. and the babysitter's gonna pick this one up at six o'clock so it's not only preparedness and food as part of the planning but in logistics like it's oh, it yeah. is a CEO because you have logistics yes. you have food you have transportation you have yeah. coordination you have communication yeah it's no joke 
Yeah, and like, if you have multiple kids, you've got different personalities. Oh, no. you've like, got I'm different stressed sports. for you. Like, it's just me now. Like, I've got none of that. Yeah. But, like, I was always like, oh, my God, it's only Tuesday. I have to make four lunches. No, I can't. Well, I got to say, <laughs> so when my wife goes on a trip somewhere, like, whether it's with her girlfriends or mm-hmm. whatever, and she's away, and I'm left in charge, oh, my God. And I'm like, baby, can you write it all out for me? And I have a day-by-day itinerary of where I need to be, what I need yeah. to do, what goes in the lunchbox, what time I have to drop off, what roads I take. Mm-hmm. I mean, all what that stuff. You can go. All that stuff. Because oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good story. Completely right? helpless. Drove last night. Completely helpless. You're not allowed to drive 85. I drove home. In, okay. Did you? Did yeah. You yeah. It was much, much smoother. You got okay. home in 35 minutes? I think so. it was It was pretty close. Yeah. It was a little, yeah, more like 45. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, you have pets too, right? Three. We have three. Who's big got the dogs. pets? Well, so we have a sitter. Oh, right. right, right, right. We have a sitter home with the oldest, and then we've got the three dogs. So the sitter's part of the job is to like make sure the dogs don't yeah get fed. Right. Do not. Yeah. Technically, that's the twelve-year-old's job, but um, they kind of they kind of supervision with it. the babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, you did a great job. Thanks. Thank you. That's from our studio audience. I still got questions about the gym. I, I'm not satisfied yeah. with that gym. You want to go deeper? Well, I'll tell you what. Just, it, it can't just be like, hey, he's hot. What's his name? I feel like. Why, why don't we take a can break? Can I work in with you? Hey. Like, I feel like the next was like, can I work in with you? Why don't we take a break and then we will bring I'm Eddie gonna, in? Can we get Eddie's side of the story? Yeah, we're absolutely. We but, should do that. Okay. It's going to be when Harry met Sally Burgeon of the opposite. There you and go. she's hot. All right. I side-eyed her on the Stairmaster. He did, though. So many times I caught him. All right, let's get Eddie in here, all right? Cool. Did your drool, like, drop off the Stairmaster and hit the brim of his hat? Mm, I don't no. think it was you like kept it together. Kept I it held together. myself together very well. That's I hot. I so. Yeah. All right, we're making a very cool transition here with our gray flannel music. <laughs> Too much fun. Check out part two with Eddie and Amanda Penny on the Wolfpack Podcast.